Welcome to Why Gifts Matter from the Core Gift Institute, a series of conversations spanning helping professions, spiritual traditions, and community encouragers who believe that knowing your gifts and giving them is an essential part of living a full life and creating healthy communities. Find out more about us at www.coregift.org. Hello, this is Bruce Anderson from the Core Gift Institute. Fifteen years ago, we dropped our 15-year-old daughter off at Kate McDermott's home in Seattle for a pie camp. It's not an exaggeration to say that it changed her life. Known around the world for her expertise in pie making, Kate's camps are sold out for months in advance, and it's a good thing that she now has virtual classes so more people can learn from her. She teaches life lessons as being the same thing as pie lessons. She has three basic rules for both. Keep everything chill, respect the boundaries, and be sure to vent. Kate's humble, a really humble person. And if you are with her long enough and you pry hard enough, she'll begin to tell you tales of being around some of the most famous chefs in the world. You can find out more about Kate from visiting her website, artofthepie.com, and also listening to the following podcast. We hope you'll join us. Let's talk to Kate. Well, Kate, I'm so glad to spend this time with you. And um, I've been thinking about this for so long, both um, because of this core gift process. I just knew immediately I wanted to spend some time talking with you about it. But also just you have such a fascinating story and you're a storyteller. So we're going to have a limit in this period of time. You only get two minutes per story. Okay, that means your your questions need to be really short. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right, and and um, my daughter Bria is here, mm-hmm. who is a um, a pie aficionado and um, and connected to Kate. So I thought it'd be interesting for the two of you to talk about that shared interest a little bit. But Kate, can you? Um, um, I've heard you say a little bit about when you were younger, you would just go into the kitchen and and bake. How did the, how did that start? Did you have to help your mom make dinner, or you just have this interest that came out of nowhere? Well, it started. Um, my mom taught piano lessons, and I would go next door to uh, Sadie's house next door, which was above my dad's mortuary. Uh, she lived in there, and she uh, we would bake. She you know was kind of one of my earliest baking mentors, along with my grandmother. Uh, Jeej, and of course she was in our house, and I really just uh, got the baking bug at a very early age, and when I would come home then from school, it was almost like the uh, the foundation was already set. What do you do when you come home from school? You go into the kitchen and bake, and then cook, and I just always loved doing it, you know. But what, what it, how did the, was it always about pies? I mean, why wasn't it about, you know, scalloped potatoes? Well, that's a good question. Why wasn't it? Or why wasn't it about cake or any of those things? I uh, learned to make pie. And then someone asked me, can you can you make me a pie? And I said, sure. And they thought it was pretty darn good. So uh, the short of it is, is that uh, the word got out in the at that time, I was living in Seattle, and the word got out into the community that I made a pretty darn good pie. And people ask could they come over to the house and would I show them and I said sure so that first unofficial 
class was two food writers and a chef, which doesn't happen, you know, very often. And they, at the end of that, they said, we learned, we had a really great time and you should be teaching this. So wow. I, I found on my computer a, a program, I think it was iWeb, and I made myself this little website, figured out how to load it up, and the rest was all word of mouth. So you've been doing this for a lot of years now, around the world, yeah. uh, teaching pie making. Um, what continues to capture your interest about it? I mean, it's just, it's dough and fruit, and what's the deal? The people that it brings are it, the experience of teaching and gathering at a table with people who some have never made a pie before, some are highly trained pastry chefs, the, but the, the gathering of people and sharing this activity, which has been going on for centuries, and I feel so fortunate to be a part of this line of pie makers and just being able to share that and to, to have the continuation of this line of pie makers is is everything to me. So I have a I've I've had an anxiety about pie making and and I've heard and I've read a lot of people have the same anxiety. What is the what what's the what is the either the resistance or the fear? Um, everybody talks about how hard it is to make pie crust. What do you think? What's going on there with that? Do you think? Because I've taken your class. It's I mean, there's a, I could spend 20 years getting better at it, but there's some kind of basic stuff where you can make a pretty darn good crust after I you know, spend some time with you. Why are people afraid of it? I think it's pie's gotten a very bad rap that it's difficult. You know, people will come in and say, can I make, I'll, will I be able to make a pie like, you know, auntie whoever? And I said, well, you know, maybe, but how about you make your own pie? How about we make yours? And it takes it. It takes that feeling of, oh, I'll never be able to make the pie exactly like somebody else's because it's your pie. It will always be different. There's some basic things that you'll learn, basic tenets. Mm -hmm. and, and I think many of those are lessons that we can use in our daily lives. The biggest thing I find with dough is to keep everything chilled, mm -hmm. especially yourself. It's just mm. pie. And if it were super, super difficult, this would not be something that every culture has a dough that's filled with something and that it has been going on for centuries. If it was really hard, it would have stopped a long time ago. So interesting to me that it's so hard and it has this almost ethereal spiritual quality to it. I remember. Uh, I remember Bria coming home one time and saying that I can't remember the exact words you used, Bria, but you said that Kate held um, a pie up and said it's singing. So, what was that about, Bria? What was your experience of making a dough and then <laughs> then having Kate say it's singing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, man, this is a pretty cool woman. Like, this is a pretty cool and really profound moment. I remember that moment, actually. I had totally forgotten about that until dad just brought it up. But it was in your first, in my first class that, that I took in your house in West Seattle. And you held the pie up to your ear and just, and you heard the, 
the crackling and the, the sizzle womp. Yeah, the sizzle womp. Yeah. You heard you were hearing the sizzle womp and you put it up to my ear. And it to me it sounded like a heartbeat. It sounded like like there were kind of fireworks going on around a heartbeat. And it was very just I could feel it in my spirit it was so exciting and just very enlivening too. So how are how are highs for you, Kate? Um connected to however you describe, you know, your spiritual life or what you have faith in or the great mysteries? That's a really big question. Um, and it's an excellent question. I think that Pi, uh, in some ways, I feel like I was chosen by Pi. Um, this is certainly nothing that I ever expected to be doing, to be teaching pie making uh, at this mm. for as long as I have. But there is something about it that is so, um, it's Pi, there's room, there's room at the table for everybody with pie. There is always a way that you can squeak out one more piece of pie. It's uh, pie nourishes us. Uh, all of these things in a spiritual path. These are, I think these are all things that, uh, you know, I look for, you know, I seek that nourishment, that feeling of acceptance, that feeling of that we're all together. And pie, I suppose, in some ways, it's like that. It's to me, it's like an it's an agape moment mm -hmm. when we're together. Uh, mm -hmm. I I feel so fortunate that I still get to do this, and and people are still coming because they're seeking. They the right people come, just like mm -hmm. they and and so much of it is. You know, I wanted to just say one other thing about this is pie. We're also perfectly imperfect. So when we're making that pie, it you know the one it may not be what you thought, but it's maybe the perfect pie and the perfect experience that you needed that day. Mm -hmm. So I always like to ask people how how their experience of their core gift, which is we'll get to that in both you and Bria in a moment. But um, one of the questions I like to ask people is how is your how is this gift you have connected to? finding belonging and love and you just beautifully answered that question yeah thank you yeah it's not hard to do that with pi mm -hmm. what do you mean by that i mean that pi is something that um when we gather and uh, i can't eat the pies that i make because of i have celiac disease so i can't make and people say oh my gosh you know, that must be so hard for you. Well, actually, no, it's quite easy because there's so many other different senses of, that are available to us. We know the five senses, sight and, and touch and taste, et cetera. Just the fact that I can't taste it doesn't mean that I don't have the sense of enjoyment when I craft a pie and give it to someone and see you enjoy that, that sense of belonging to something that has connected us that I made with my hands and my heart is uh, there's there's no it's a recipe for love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorite little snippets that I heard you say one time, Kate was in the you know, in the in the past, when drive-by shootings started to get more in the news and the prominence, you you 
um, in your neighborhood started doing pie buys where tell me about that what would you do so um I learned about actually doing this. It was a, a it was a drive by, and it wasn't pie at that time. Um, I spun it out with drive by pies or pie buys. A friend of mine in a different uh, state would do this and drop off things in trees, like you know, like a, 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 a flamingo bird or something, you know, and find things on her porch from her friends, and she would do the same. And how happy it made. <laughs> You know mm-hmm. people to find something mm-hmm. so i started this thing of making a pie and then i'm taking it to a house of somebody not expecting it finding a very safe place to put it when they weren't home mm-hmm. and placing it there and then just leaving mm-hmm. and there's something they come home and it's like oh my god there's a pie i wonder who did that you know mm-hmm. and that's it's just a uh, a lovely practice that there's nothing i'm expecting in return from it mm-hmm So, um, like both of you, just to uh, close your eyes for a minute mm-hmm. and take a few breaths. And each of you to think of when you focus on pies, what are the two most powerful words that come into your? feeling and and thoughts related to pie, the two most powerful words. So Bria, what are your words? I say, uh, first one being love. Because to me, that's what, when you're sharing a piece of pie, that's, that's what you're sharing is at the heart. It's, it's a gift that comes straight from love. Um, so I, that was my, the first word that came to my mind was, was, mm-hmm. the, was the word love. Um, and the second one is, is friendship. Um, I have a, a, a sentence in my core gift that says, uh, my core gift is helping others to remember and realize that no matter how bad things are, a piece of pie makes everything better. Okay. And Kate, what are your two words? Well, my first one is love. And the second one is sharing. Mm-hmm. It would be sharing love. Huh. Or lo- and also love sharing. Yeah. It's the same in both of you. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's either the same in both of us, or that's what pie is all about. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of my my two words related to pie. I make a fair number of pie. You know, one of the things that's happened now, Kate, is now Bria and I have to, you know, compare and contrast each other's pies and who's worked better and how many layers of flake are in each of. And it's all in good fun. We're not really competing. But it's just, it's just, I've, I've recognized the immense, um, what I love about Pi is there's an endless, endless learning. I mean, you must learn something. Every time you do a class, you must learn something. I do. And that's, I think one of the reasons why I never get tired of this. I, as I was mentioning yesterday, I think, I don't think that one person in a lifetime could know everything that there is to know about pie. It's 
the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. It's and I never get tired of it. Mm -hmm. The day that it stops being and it's fun. And the day that it stops being fun is the day that I need to either take a break or go on to the next fun thing. Yeah. So I have, do you have a favorite pie? Yep. Yes. Peach. Oh, it is. Out of all the pies. You didn't hesitate at all. Not at all. No, a perfect peach pie. It has to be made with peaches that if you start with ingredients that are full of flavor, you know, mm -hmm. have been growing mm -hmm. so well and are, you know, by a farmer who is just like, oh my God, this is a peach and you take the bite of it and the juice is going down your, and you're going, oh my God, that's what I want to make my, mm -hmm. all my pies with, no matter what the fruit is, but boy, peaches. Yeah. That's one that's just like knocks you over. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite, Bria? I don't know that I, I don't know that I have a favorite because I just, I love making them so much. Um, but I think the one, actually, I take that back. The one, um, the one that comes to mind is our family's chess pies. Mm -hmm. I love making those. And part of it is, I think it goes back to, I think it goes back to sharing and the, um, the sharing love. It's not like the typical Southern chess pies that you see. They're, they're like these little, uh, kind of like pie bars um, that have like walnuts and eggs and butter and sugar in them. Oh man. <laughs> and then, so it's partly making those chess pies and sharing them. We bring, we bring them to every Anderson family, like Christmas reunion. Um, so it's partly that, but it was also partly, we had family come over and make them with us. Um, for a long time, we had, uh, we had Annie Catherine and uncle Nils would come over to our house, uh, the house I grew up in and make pies with us. And for a long time, we had my uncle Chris and Andy Sylvia would come um, afterwards. And so it was, you know, it was a, it was a family event. And that was something I really loved about it. Mm -hmm. So Bria, I want to ask Kate this question too. So Bria, um, early on, um, what I noticed about you is that you would make a pie when you were happy. You'd make a pie when you're discouraged. Mm -hmm. You'd make a pie when you're bored. Mm -hmm. Pies seem to be the way that one of the ways that you kind of modulate your emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, some people go running. You know, some people, you know, dig in their garden. You make pies. Mm -hmm. So what is the effect just with you personally that pies have on you? It just, it re-energizes me. There's something about like getting my, um, getting my hands in the dough and kneading it and work, not kneading it, but working it and, and, um, and then making something pretty out of it. Like I know no matter what, like even if my pie doesn't, the, the design doesn't come out exactly as I want it to, it's still going to come out pretty and it's still going to come out tasting good. And it's still going to have that love in it you know, and I'll be able to share that love with other people. Mm -hmm. yeah. do, you, do you notice that your, that your felt sense uh, changes when you're in the midst of making a pie, mm -hmm. your feelings? Yeah, it's like, um, it's like whatever I'm feeling, it's like when I want to make a pie, whatever I'm feeling is trying to come out. There's, there, I can feel that when I'm working, when I'm, especially when I have my hands in the dough, 
I, I can feel it's like this energy that I can feel like literal energy. I can feel that's leaving my hands and leaving my body. Mm. Um, and that's one of the things, one of the reasons why, um, I think one of the most important things I learned from you, Kate, before you start making the pie is to think about who you're making it for and why, who you're making it for and the purpose behind it. And I think that when you, when you have that person identified, you have that purpose identified, then that energy just, it leaves, it leaves through my hands, it leaves through my fingers and it goes into the dough and it goes into the, um, and the filling too. Then mm. mm. I can hear it kind of coming out when it's, I hear the pie and it's snapping, it's crackling, it's popping, it's, um, it's singing its song. You have that same, how, do, what's your response to listening to that, Kate? Absolutely. It's yes. It is yes. Um, I engage in um, pie making as a meditation practice. Mm -hmm. And it's a centering for me. I can probably at this age or at this I've made tens of thousands of pies and taught thousands and thousands of people. And I can make a dough in, you know, blindfolded probably, um, or in my sleep, you know, <laughs> there have been dreams when I have made pies, you know, but, um, and I suppose in many ways, it's, this is a form of, it's a form of baking therapy also, you know, meditation, prayer, whatever, whatever label you want to put on it. When I go in, to the kitchen and there's a process that I go through. It's a ritual, it's a liturgy of its own. I get my, my tools out, I place them in a certain way. I have my ingredients, I set them out. I, I think of who before my hands go into the bowl, who am I making this for? And I set this intention. And that's what I give to them is everything that I, all of this energy mm -hmm. that uh, we feel, I feel very, I'm very honored that you, you feel this too when you're making this is, mm -hmm. and it comes out through my hands and it goes into this simple container of a, you know, a crust mm -hmm. container that is got a filling inside of it that is all of what is inside of me. Mm -hmm. It's a way for me to express to you what is inside of mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the essence of healing, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's not just for the other, that it's also doing something awful inside you. I don't yeah. mean awful in terms of bad. I mean, awful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in the true sense of awe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, the Latin, the Latin root of the word medicine is the process or substance by which the wound is healed. Mm -hmm. So, it sounds like both of you pie making is uh, is medicine mm -hmm. yeah in that context yeah. so can we take a couple of minutes i just wanted to share have each one of you share your uh, core gifts and then talk about that for a minute so maybe would you do that first kate sure my core my core gift is helping others be there to guide i give it by helping others to know they can't be anyone they're not meant to be that the crust container safely holds what we have to share out of which are made unique patterns from the threads that connect us. And to remember that to give is what sets everything 
in motion. So just listening to you, what's your response to reading that just now? I wanted to cry. Because? Because it, it is my truth. It is what's inside of me. And it's a very personal thing to share um, this with you. And as I mentioned, the container of pie holds that feeling that is a way for me to share what is inside of me and sharing something that is when you feel a lot and sharing that it's a very personal thing. So, you know, you don't want to, you find it, you can be very vulnerable and mm -hmm. sharing uh, pie is a way for me to share what is inside of me without, without the vulnerability of like, Oh, here is what, what I'm all about. And this, what I just read to you is that's my feeling. That's what it's all about. Wow. I, I didn't catch it when we did the core gift interview with you yesterday, Kate, but those, the three things in the second sentence, you, you, you can't be anything you're not meant to be. The trust, the crest contains what really needs to be shared and that it comes alive through the giving. That's the three steps in a pie making process. Yeah. I never put that together yesterday when you were talking about it. it it's, oh my God, that's so interesting. And your main main gift is on the surface. I might say, what's the connection between that? Your your main gift is helping is being a guide and helping others learn how to be guides. And I would think like, what does that have to do with pie making? But it it is directly connected to a really important idea about gifts that that your core gift is is a is a thing you're trying to make happen in the world and all the different ways that you do it are called practices. So your pie making is the practice right now in your life by which you are helping to guide people through your classes and teaching. But if you decided, as you say, pie making wasn't fun anymore, you would still have the core gift, but you would find, I'm sure, another way to guide and mentor people. And I have, but this is not my first career when I, I've always been a teacher of different mm -hmm. things. And what I found with pie making is many of the lessons that I was sharing with other people over multi years of work with me. Now I could distill it into a day long Mm -hmm. seminar of a seminar workshop hands-on workshop of making pie but all those lessons that were being were being shared in another discipline that I was teaching you just now they're coming out in here and it was it's very I love that yeah <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah many people think you know a core gift is a job or it's this kind of one thing you get stuck in your whole life, but it, it really is what you're trying to bring to all parts of your life, yeah. all parts of your life. It's, I think it's very fluid. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. this is, uh, I teach pie, I teach blank, but the thing that I'm doing is we're teaching life lessons. Yeah. And yeah. pie just happens to be the vehicle that yeah. I'm teaching with currently, and who knows what comes next. Yeah. Thanks. Bria, share with us your core gift. All right. My core gift is helping others to remember and realize that no matter how bad things are, a piece of pie makes everything better. 
I give it by being in the present, by having a lot of love for the people around me, by helping others to evoke their emotions, and by helping others see beyond what they want to see. And what's your response to hearing yourself read that? Uh, you know, I, I've done a few of these before. I have a few different core gift statements. And so far, that's the one that rings the most exciting for me and the most kind of the most true, especially the part of a piece of pie makes everything better. <laughs> especially that there's something I think it's that line in particular that um, that makes this this core gift statement ring true for for me. Um, and it's one that I, it's one that I've kept on me for, I think I did this one maybe six or seven years ago, something like that. Um, and it's the one that I remember. It's the one that stays with me. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I want to ask just one last question. I want to ask both of you, what's the, uh, what's the next thing you're trying to figure out about making pies? The next little craft thing, the next much bigger thing. What's the next stage of learning for you? Kate, you were talking about there's always something to learn. What are you still curious about? Well, there's a lot of pies I have not made yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know basics of uh, fruit pies, chiffon pies, savory pies, you know, uh, cream pies, custard pies. But every culture has, as I mentioned, different fillings that are contained in a crust. And there's a lot of them that I haven't made. And can I make those gluten-free so that other people can enjoy those, those who can't have uh, everything like me? Mm -hmm. um, can I make those so that not only I can enjoy them, but you can enjoy them too? Or maybe I should say it so that you can enjoy them, and I can too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Priya? I think it's. Uh, I think it has more to, more to do with learning how to bring people together. I think that's learning new ways to bring folks together and to, um, and to to celebrate. And then Pi is one of the vehicles that we can use to do that. Um, yeah, I think about, especially about bringing other people from different cultures together. Um, like one of my favorite things we just did a couple of times at, at Trillium is we, um, we celebrated all the different cultures that are in the, that are within our organization by um, having one of our team days, each person brought a dish from their, um, from their culture, from their family. Um, and so we got to share and with those dishes came stories, oftentimes came stories. Um, and so I, I really liked that aspect of it that really drew me to like building relationships with people and getting to getting to know them. And out of bringing that food came stories that I would have never heard without the without those vehicles um mm -hmm. so that for me that's that's the i think what i'd like to learn more of is is you know connecting with people that's so great we're coming to an end i've just noticed in both of you both with your gift statements and 
what matters most to you about pi, there's in both of you, there's this wave, underlying tidal wave of generosity that's driving both of you. Mm -hmm. That's the underneath part of it. It's so beautiful to see in both of you. Thank you so much for spending the time. I really appreciate it. And I would like to say, I am so grateful that Pi brought us all together. Me too. Yes. Thank you for listening. To hear more podcasts, explore our gift library, or learn about our training opportunities, visit us at www.corgift.org.